to Show Talk, the place where I talk, you talk, and we talk about shows. And as you can tell, it's been a long time if you're listening to this intro and thinking, why am I recording about the magicians after everything that happened at the end of season four and my high emotions that happened at the end of season four. If you've been following me on Twitter, it was pretty bad for a little bit, but Thinking it over and thinking about how much I've cared for this show for the past three and a half years and the community I was luckily able to join um, after getting so deep into this show, I couldn't just... I couldn't just forget about it. I couldn't just forget about what it's done for me and the messages that it was able to portray while it was in its prime. And so I don't know if I'm going to watch season five, honestly. I don't know if I'm going to record season five for you guys after I finish season one through four on this podcast. I don't know. It's it's up in the air right now because my, my trust in this team and this show is a little low, but... I love the cast and I love the creator of this of this amazing book and show and I just I feel like I had to finish it and I I feel like I had to finish it properly and correctly and for you guys and as for me because I remember how amazing this show was so I hope you don't get mad that I'm finishing these next three and a half seasons with you guys. Um, I just love this show so much and I can't let it go as easily as I thought I could, but who knows what's coming up for the future. But I hope you just bear with me as we finish this season strong and we go on to season two and through season four. So where did we last leave off? It's been so long, honestly, that I couldn't remember. So I had to go back and rewatch a couple episodes and rewatch the last episode to see where we were. Last time we saw our group of kids, Katie, Penny, Alice, and Q were off to join Markovsky. You know, I can't say his name properly, but they were off to the trials um, figuring out their skills and becoming greater magicians and how he could help them with that. And in between that, we found out some things. Penny found out that Katie was actually lying to him for so long, although they mended fences. After Katie found out that she was kicked out of break bills after the death of her mother, she had to leave Penny behind. Of course, he was heartbroken, so they're kind of broken up right now and it's it's really sad. But although that relationship is crashing and burning like the sad Titanic that it is, the relationship between Alice and Q seems to be rising slowly but steadily because after their little fox trip they went on, it seems that emotions, physical and mental, are pretty strong between the two of them. I don't know how I feel about the Alice and Q ship right now, but they're pretty cute. I can't can't lie. I think they're pretty adorable and they fit each other character-wise with him and her being able to be vulnerable with each other. So there's potential for the two of them. I'll give them that. Now that's not all that's happening. Back at Break Bills, Elliot has 
come into a new love interest as well. A new character known as Mike, who seems very interested, yet very suspicious. Of course, he's come between Margot and Elliot, and we know that their friendship dynamic is so strong. So for the fact that Elliot is distancing himself from Margot and their relationship to be with Mike was red flags for me right off the bat. And red flags were needed because it turns out that Mike is actually working for the Beast, possibly as an undercover agent to get into break bills. And we see this because he ends up trying to kill Q. I mean, what? A butterfly here, a butterfly there. Okay, maybe I can ignore it, but the suspicions were high. Now you try to kill my main cue, my main character. Now I know you're evil. I don't believe a word that comes out of your mouth. But it's sad because Elliot was finally trusting somebody and finally believing that there was somebody on his side other than Margot that he could trust and that he could open up to. Now to find out that... He wasn't such a great guy. Man, that killed me. That killed me so hard, especially because he deserves it with everything that's gone on in his life. But as we're mourning the lost love of Mike and Elliot, we have to see what Mike actually did. Although he was targeting Q, maybe for the beast, he indirectly ends up stabbing Penny. And we find that his wound is cursed and it's connected to Fillory. And the only way that they're able to save him is by figuring out that he still has feelings for Katie, which is a great thing for my ship heart between the two of them, but a bad thing because Katie is currently in the wind, honestly. But that's everything that's going on with them, and although we're able to keep Mike contained and figure out his connection with the Beast, he still is more powerful than we ever thought he could. And he ends up killing Eliza, which we now find out is actually Jane. And now... What do we do? We have no connection between Fillory and Break Bills and how to protect these kids into surviving another life against the Beast. And now they're officially on their own. And as the Beast goes to try to kill Dean Fogg, Elliot must step up once more and actually kill Mike for himself in order to stop the death and everything that he's done in the last episode and a half and that's pretty sad as well because Elliot has gone through so much we revealed a couple episodes ago that one of his darkest times is when he telepathically killed one of his bullies when he was a child and that's how he knew he was a magician and for him to use his powers once more to kill someone that he felt so deeply for Ugh, my heart goes out for him. He just, he can't get a break, honestly. And speaking of people who can't get a break, our poor, poor Julia. Clearly our prayers for Julia weren't strong enough because she has been going through it. After being kicked out of the hedge, which is with Marina and all the issues that they're going through, Julia thinks she's all powerful. She's smart. She thinks that she knows what she knows and that she can maybe beat Marina. And in that, she meets Katie's mother, who acts as an ally in order to get information, but also look for a community that she thinks she might be able to find in Julia. But of course, Marina is stronger than she looks. And really, Julia's not ready to go up against a force like her. And Sadly, Katie's mom ends up dying and Julia is 
even more estranged than before. Her family actually ends up reaching out to Julia in order to help her because, of course, they don't know about magic, but they think that what she's going through really is drugs, possibly. She's going through a withdrawal, a addiction that they don't know how to help her with, and she ends up in the same facility that we saw Q in a few episodes back. And honestly, not gonna lie, I screamed karma because here she put... Q back in a mental facility believing that he didn't have magic and now she's in her own trying to get rid of magic trying to let magic go for herself and having her move on we think that's the end you think that Julia might actually be able to start fresh once more by herself however that might not be the case we might not be able to let go of magic and it comes from a new counselor who is within the facility known as Richard Richard says that there's more to magic than what the hedge witches know than what break bills know and that comes from the magic of the gods plural gods and he goes about giving her this information on how to actually get in contact with them and start a community of their own and it works so maybe there's a higher power that we don't even know that we haven't even been able to tap into and Richard and Julia might be able to let us into that a little bit more so I'll be excited to see how that goes because I'm all for mythology and god mythology and all that stuff so we'll be able to see from there what's really going down but of course prayers for julia still need to be up there i mean can we still give prayers to someone who's entwined with actual gods i think she needs it i think she needs it enough to be able to keep it that way so let's see what episode nine has to hold for us and what's going up with the gang and what's going up with julia Episode 9. Episode 9, The Writing Room. What what in the loving hell did I just watch? Okay, I, I feel like I should start off with these warnings again. I've said it in past episodes. I'll say it now. The Magicians is a mature adult show. It is a mature adult show. Watch if you are age appropriate like myself and so on because what the F did I just watch? Like, honestly, I am confused because we went from like kind of dark in the last episode. I mean, a couple people died, hearts were broken, bada bing, bada boom. But this episode took it to like the shining. Like, (laughs) and honestly, it was pretty great. But at the same time, I'm kind of scarred. Like, should there have been warnings? I... I honestly don't know. And it was both on the kids' side, on Q, Alice, Penny, all of theirs, and on Julius, okay? There was no happy dilly moment this episode, and I feel like there should have been. When we looked at what was going on with Q, Penny, Alice, and Elliot, it turns out that after the ordeal from episode eight, the kids decide that they need to get an up on the beast. Clearly the beast is playing games and they're tired of it, or at least Q is tired of it. And he's looking for answers while at the same time trying to find a way to get to Fillory. 
Now, the only thing that he knows to do to get one up on Fillory is get information on book six. And we find out that book six was written by, who is it? Jane Chatwin. She is one of the select few that have actually been to Fillory and back. And now that we find out that Jane was also Eliza and died last episode, all the information that's in there it's her final words. It's everything that we really need to know. And it turns out that Martin and Fillory, they were kind of breaking up. This relationship was going old and not going anywhere, honestly. And Jane, Jane was that wig man that you never wanted to let go because she decided that no, Martin was going to Fillory and she was going to do whatever it took to get him to get there. And that meant going to Fillory and finding a key that he would be able to use to be able to transport himself between the two realms. And honestly, that's as nice as this episode went. The lengths that Jane was looking to take to help her brother stay with Fillory, something that made him so happy to be in. And then, and then it got dark because as the gang goes around Plover's house, we find out that it's haunted and it's been haunted for a long time, specifically by Prudence, Plover's sister, and these two kids that used to live in the manor with the Plovers. Now, Prudence is, how can you say this, not a gentle caretaker, seeing as the only way she could calm down children was to drug them repeatedly until they overdosed and died. And also, you know, throw children around from time to time if you can't get them quiet and lock them in a dungeon with chains to bring them to the quiet place just so her brother could work on a manuscript that might make them famous and keep their name high in society. Yeah, the chick is crazy. And we get to witness it. We get to see the abuse that they've felt for years, something that they continue to relive over and over and over again due to this haunted house. And it's so sad, honestly, just seeing it. Even Alice and Penny and the whole gang actually gets emotional towards these children and wishing that they could reach out and help them, knowing that they've been dead for many years and there's nothing that they're able to do. On a bright note, Q is able to see Plover in the past, in this reliving that the children are doing, and there's a brief moment where we're like, yay, our nerd gets to get his dream, to see this idol that has basically saved his life for so many years. But Plover isn't, well, Plover isn't the man we thought he was. It turns out that for many years, he has been abusing Martin in ways that I don't want to talk about, honestly, on this podcast. It hurt my soul that much. And if you watch this episode, you'd know what I'm talking about. And I, I teared up for a moment because here is both sides I'm sad about. I'm sad for Martin because he had to face that for so many years and he looked towards his sister to help him escape the abuse that he was going through from Plover for so long. And then you have Q who's who has to sit 
and watch Plover, this idol that he's held on a pedestal for so long, who's basically saved his life. He said this many times, abuse Martin right in front of him. And there's knowing there's nothing he can do. And I can see his heart just shatter on screen. And what would you do? What would you do if you found out that someone you loved, someone that you idealized, was that kind of man? You can't turn back to that. I'd start burning books like it was the book thief all over again. I, oh man, that hurt. That hurt so much. But luckily, we were able to find the button, which ends up being in the pocket of one of the dead boys that used to live in the manor. And so what do we do? We dig up a body and we get the button and we get out of that haunted house as fast as possible. And though our heart breaks the fact that we may not be able to save these children, can we at least take it as a solace that we were able to know the truth? We're able to know who the plovers really were and we're able to see the last lives of the Chapman children and hold it with us and know that truth for ourselves. And, and maybe that can be enough, especially if they're able to make their revenge. And the only way that they're going to do that is by getting plover because maybe maybe he's alive. There's a theory that Plover might be alive and this comes from the fact that there are multiple magician books found in his library. Real magician's books. I'm talking stuff you'd find in break bills, top of the line. And it's possible that he was looking for a way to travel between both dimensions in either ways to get to Fillory himself or just get more material for his book. I don't know, but we know he's a bad guy. And if he was able to succeed in finding Fillory for himself, he might still be alive. And what can we do with that? What can we do with that but go to Fillory with the button that we have and wring Plover's neck for everything that he's done? And I hope that that's how we go towards episode 10 and the rest of the season, just kicking Plover's butt for everything that he's done, especially if he is the beast, and especially if he's been killing our gang for 30 plus lives. It's time to end this once and for all. And I know that our group of kids can do it. Now, on the other side of things with Julia and whatever is going on with her, clearly since that little juice up from the gods, she is ready to follow Richards to the high heavens. And one way that she does this is by interacting with a hospital patient known as Kira. And Richard tries to explain to Julia that magic isn't all bad. It's not an addiction that you need to get help from, which... I beg to differ, but he says that you can use magic and the energies from the gods to do good, and that's what Julia is looking for this time around, looking to do more good than bad. So as she sees this patient Kira, Richard explains to her that he's able to let them communicate and help her out in ways that they wouldn't be able to do with regular medicine. And as we dive into Kira's mind, we find out that she is also a magician. She is self-taught and she's smart and she gets it and she teaches Julia a spell, I believe, that 
is incomplete but is looking to be finished and it's their final big hurrah it's the last thing that Kira has that she can pass on to Julia to use for good to make a difference with and wow Kira is she's such a good character and I think it's from the lessons that she's able to teach Julia in the short amount of time that they're able to be together she kind of helps Julia see the good that magic has come from to help her find herself and what used to make her happy and letting her realize how strong she is. One of my favorite lines from this episode that Kira tells Julia is that if the world is going after you, take it as a compliment. And oh my god, I want that just on a t-shirt now because it's amazing because so much has happened to Julia and sometimes it just feels like she's constantly being attacked and maybe maybe we should take that as a positive. Maybe we could just see how powerful and how smart Julia is and I don't know, be happy about that, understand that, use that to the best of our abilities and maybe that's what Julia needs. Maybe she can do that for herself going forward. Now, finally, with the gifts that Kira is able to bestow upon Julia, she asks for one in return, and that is to end her suffering by ending her life. And, oh man, the tears, the tears are coming here too, because I actually liked Kira in the short amount of time that we met her, and to say goodbye as well in that same time is... Oh, it's just so sad because I was looking for allies for Julia that went beyond Richard because honestly, Richard kind of creeps me out. So <laughs> to lose Kira is just, it's just an icing on top of the cake of the mess that was this episode. But we understand that you can't live forever, honestly. We've learned from past episodes that magicians don't have the cure for everything and we just need to live life as we can now with the blessings that we have now, whether as a human or as a magician. And Kira understands that. And she understands that she doesn't want to be trapped in the body that she has now and can finally let go knowing that the information she's given Julia has gone to the correct place. So... Instead of prayers for Julia this episode, we're doing prayers for Kira as we say goodbye to her for one last time and thank her for everything that she's done, both for Julia and how this episode and season might move on further now that we have information we didn't have before. So who knows what the new Julia is going to be moving forward with what she knows Hopefully, it'll be a better one. Hopefully, Richard is going to be leading Julia to a better path than the hedge witches or break bulls ever could. So fingers crossed for her, but don't worry. My prayers for Julia are still there and they're still at the ready. And I hope you're praying with me for her because she needs it. But that's pretty much everything from this episode. It was pretty dark, pretty scary. I forgot how dark this episode was actually and I had to take a moment and be like wow that actually happened the scene where Prudence throws the little boy and he dies on spot my mouth like hit my keyboard it was it was pretty shocking and finding out what Plover did to Martin and all that it was just it was just a lot so I hope I hope you 
I hope I made this a little nicer for you. Like, I hope it wasn't as dark as that episode was. I mean, I know we were kind of just relaying everything that happened, but I'm hoping the commentary lightened it up a little bit for you. I don't know. But thanks for listening. Uh, Tell me what your favorite scenes were. Tell me if you're watching this season or if you're going to continue watching The Magicians into season five. I'm right there with you questioning whatever is going to happen. Uh, I know that they're recording for season five now, so it looks good behind the scenes. And I love these actors and what they can bring to the, the screen. And I'm not really ready to give them up, but I guess we'll see. I guess we'll continue with these podcast episodes and see how my feelings change. We do have an updated schedule release now for both The Magicians and the other shows that I will be releasing this month and for the rest of the summer. So hopefully we will be right on track for season five if I am recording for it. But keep up to date with me on Twitter or on my website, showtalk.blog. If you want any information on episode releases, episodes that I'm going to be releasing, and shows that might be coming out new, if I decide to let this go, who knows? (laughs) But until then, keep talking.